Hi, I'm Eric Gutman, and you're listening to Motivation and Muscle Streaming Radio 24-7 with host Eric Fiorillo. The information presented in this podcast is not intended for the treatment or prevention of disease or any medical condition, nor is a substitute for medical advice. The information contained here in this podcast reflects only the opinion of the author and presenter and is in no way considered required practice. Welcome to Motivation and Muscle, the podcast that connects your brain to your brawn. Hi, this is Eric Fiorello, and I want to welcome you to Motivation and Muscle Streaming Radio 24-7. Today is the 2nd of September, 2019. Take a deep breath, preferably like I do when I speak here to the other end. I'm always standing now. I try to sit as little as I possibly can. A lot of reasons for that. Stand up, take a deep breath through your nose. Out through your mouth and repeat after me. I am a winner. I am a champion. I am unstoppable. And one of the things I've been talking about, too, is Wim Hof. Anybody that doesn't know the Iceman ought to go out. I'm not getting anything for this. He's too big pride to even come near here right now. But he will, believe me. Um, the cold water, the dousing outside after training, Etc. Etc. The breathing. The breathing is so important. Alkaline your system. There's so many things that are going on here now. With all the rewiring, you want to refire. You're going to rewire. Just things that we are like off the planet with right now, and it is going into so many things. As I said last week, John McKean, who's been around, he was a great writer. He was a former school teacher, obviously retired. Big writer for Hard Gainer back in the 90s. That was Stuart McRoberts' book. who used to write for Perry Raider. John, to think, as a little kid, I'm speaking to John now and working with John. And you talk about rewiring the brain, you get in that power rack the way we're training with the holds and the pushes. I'm telling you right now, I'm going to do a big thing with John just about the rewiring there. So it's big stuff, man. Good stuff to tackle, good stuff to go over. And I'll tell you, I'm going to bring Brad Hutchins in because he's been waiting and I've been waiting. We've had a lot of internet problems here in Albany, New York. I imagine it's all over the country. And you know something? You can really develop a piss-poor attitude with stuff like this. But here's what I'll tell you, and I'm not happy about this at all. But I've always said to everybody, the show must go on. Brad's new to the family. He's important to the family we got to get him in here momentarily. That's my point. you got to put all that shit aside that everybody just, all you do is concentrate on it. That's why I'm talking about rewiring and refiring and get ri- getting rid of all this shit. That's what you got to do because you're not going to have a good product or whatever service you're offering or, you know, Brad's a personal trainer like myself. If you go in with an attitude because something happened to you five minutes ago, you're going to kill yourself, literally, all right? And that's not the way to conduct yourself. So I'm telling you right now, there's been a plethora of things that have happened. But you know what? The show goes on, and we just wreck everything in our path. That's the way it is. Because these are the things I always say, one day we're all going to be on stage in front of 10,000 people telling them how we 
succeeded and are still succeeding because you never stop. Also, to go out to FiorellaBarbellCo.com, winners and champions. That's our premier product. Go out, digital download. I've got enough material. It's all spoken word to last you the rest of your life if you want to do it. And that's very, very important. You need good stuff out there. There's so many people out there, they don't know what they're talking about. They get good marketing people, come in for them, make a little money, they disappear. We're here for at least 30 more years, and I've proved it. We'll be up five years. The company's been up six years. M&M will have its fifth anniversary on the 29th of September this year. That's an incredible feat. Most podcasts last 30 days. 30 days, folks. So remember that. Also, too, another big thing. Come on in. Prosperity Conscious page on FiorellaBarbellCo.com. $25.50 investment in both companies. And it goes right to my PayPal account. And it goes right into the business. Nothing goes in my pocket. Strictly in my business. And, you know, you break those numbers down over a year. That's nothing. And most people now are charging for podcasts. I never want to do that because I want you to buy my products. I want you to come on in here and invest in these companies. So take a look, see what you can do, and we appreciate everything, believe me. Also, motivationmuscle.com slash category slash podcast. 1,200 shows, and Brad will be in now. And we hope he'll stay with us for the next 30 years. That is the way we work here. Because there's an awful lot of good material and good people out there that doesn't get heard. And that's what we want to do. We want to offer people solutions. People that feel that they're hopeless. They've been burned or they just don't have it mentally anymore. Maybe they never did. They need to come in here and start refreshing who they are. Start having some confidence in yourself and think about the winning ways we espouse. And you know what? I'm totally honest with everybody. I'll tell you what I'm going through. I I can't see being any other way. I can't say everything financially and what's going on here with marketing right now and all that. But you're going to hear about it because it's all transpiring right now. That's what you got to be. You got to be honest with yourself. Go and listen to people that really give a damn. And there are people out there still, so don't go out and believe all the news media that everybody's out for your throat. you got to go out and find the people who will work with you, who you want to be surrounded with. That is the most important thing you can do to start getting you to wherever it is you want to go. Also, too, sign up for our free newsletter on MotivationMuscle.com. Um, it goes to my MailChimp account, and you know how content-rich we are in FBC and M&M. You will get everything I put out. Also, to another great way to invest in M&M and FBC is through advertising here. The rates are very, very good, and anybody that works with me will tell you, you'll get plenty out of here. We want to help you, and we want you to help us. The more we can help one another, the more we can further what it is we want to do out there. And believe me, I've got I, I've got a, a bank vault vault of things I want to do. I love this stuff. I live this stuff, and I breathe it. Period. It's not a hobby. Never been a hobby. It's just something I love to do. It's my life. Also, too, 
Last but not least, our YouTube channel, Fiorella Barbell Company, Real Men, Real Strength, Real Power. You're going to start seeing an awful lot of activity coming out there shortly. Um, so keep, keep, keep that in the back of your mind to go out and check that out. Now, as I always say, I love bringing in brand new people to the family. We got Brad Hutchins coming in, and I'm going to give you a little information on this gentleman. Number one, wrestler, weightlifter personal trainer and what he's really dedicated himself to now is mace and club competitive athlete which he is but they're building these federations he's building a federation or you can correct me there's i'm sure other people involved he has mutual friends of ours that have all been on m&m so if you look at things it might seem people are all over the place but i will say this because you can ask anybody motivation and muscle has hooked more people together than anything out there believe me and when you're on this show and there's like-minded people out there you're going to get new people with you you're going to get questions you're going to say well where'd you hear i heard you on motivation muscle so that's the idea here we just keep building bigger and bigger family on that note brad welcome to the family sir it's an honor and thanks for coming in and give out any information obviously websites whatever's coming up and we'll get right into our welcome to the family show all right greetings and salutations sir good to good to be on finally um let's see let's start off with maceworks.com that's where you can find me that's maceworks with an x maceworks because the mace works um we keep an eye out for vintage strength games. We just had one uh, just uh, just last month on August 17th, our inaugural event, where we've got a series of these that are coming out. Uh, another one uh, in Texas at the near the end of the year. We've got a series set up for 2020. And as you mentioned, we're working on some guiding federations to help drive this new uh, sport uh, here in the United States. Well, uh, I, it- Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go, go for it. No, no, no. I mean, I, it's just good to see that there are people out there that are very creative and want to create things that are going to be everlasting. And that's the whole thing, with obviously, with what you're doing, what I'm doing, and so many others that are involved with the M&M family. And we're going to go right in because we, we, uh, we had some problems. We're restarting here, and everything is good. Um, and you know, as, as Brad and I were talking offline, you know, technology is great when it works, when it doesn't, it literally got, it, you, they got you by the throat because we are so dependent on being able to speak to one another because we are not in a studio and we don't live near one another. And we're very lucky and I'm very grateful that we are able to do this, but Brad, it's very important. People are going to want to know, okay, who is Brad Hutchins? Where did he come from? Who were the who were the people that you know influenced you? I said before when we were on, obviously my brother Jimmy, who passed away very young of muscular dystrophy, and being a young boy and being frightened of it, even though your parents are like you're not going to get it, et cetera, et cetera. It was that one day when I walked in the store because I always love comic books. I saw the Green Monster, the Incredible Hulk, and here's what I said, and I still say it today. If I can get as strong and as big as the Hulk, metaphorically, even though I do believe it, muscular dystrophy will never touch me. And that is what influenced me and still does this day. I have a picture of Jimmy. He's facing me right now. 
with the Incredible Hulk cut out in the left-hand corner. So take us through your lineage, and we'll just keep growing and growing, sir, please. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So um, I'm 48. I've been in in some form or fashion involved with this uh, physique culture, fitness culture, bodybuilding um, for probably 30, you know, 30 plus years now going on. Um, I can remember very, very, even earlier than that, uh, probably late seventies, early eighties, seeing, uh, it's a mental image that's just burned into my head, seeing Arnold Schwarzenegger on, uh, Johnny Carson's tonight show. Um, and just that image of him, he tears his shirt off, pops a pecs a few times. I'm <laughs> eight, I'm eight, nine years old. I'm just like, what, yep. what the heck is this? But that stuck with me. It, it, it really did. Um, through high school as, as a, uh, as a high school wrestler is where I really got introduced into weight training. And, and that's, that just drove me, um, between my junior and senior years, just, uh, increased probably 30, 35 pounds, mm-hmm. uh, started, tr- uh, training as a teen bodybuilder and competing, uh, in a couple of shows in the mid Atlantic area, um, placing first for teen heavyweight divisions. Um, through college, actually studying uh, sports management and fi- uh, physical fitness uh, to become a, a personal trainer. Um, n- didn't stick with bodybuilding. Um, I- I'm I'm kind of short and kind of stocky. Um, you know, uh, although you know I can I can name some names that were very successful. You know, in the 80s. You know, I, yeah. I looked up. This was the this was the age of Lee Haney. Uh, but the number two guy was Rich Gaspari. You know, and he was very, very successful, uh, and and still is. You know, uh, you know, Sean Ray, Rich Spar, Lee Haney. These these are some of the guys that I looked up to within the industry at that time. Um, you know, within you know, from from there going into into uh, you know the profession of of uh, uh, personal trainer, um, working here in uh, Northern Virginia with uh, with Olympus Gym uh, at the time. Uh, which is where a lot of the WWE wrestlers would come in when they'd be in Washington, D.C., mm-hmm. um, being able to interact with these guys and, and just, you know, as as a young man at the time, just, you know, marveling at these guys and, and their feats of strength at that time. Um, that drove me uh, through the 90s to the late 90s, um, always staying active, always, you know, working with clients. But at some point, you know, um, not just physical fitness and mobility, but, you know, sports entertainment became a very, very uh, uh, hot interest of mine. Um, and that's that's when I uh, started working as a professional wrestler. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to look it up, look up Snatch Haggis. OK, you nice. really want to you really want to put that in quotes because you'll look up Snatch by itself and you're going to get all yeah. kinds of things. Yeah. You uh, don't, yeah. But... You don't want that coming in, <laughs> especially if your wife is on your computer, too. <laughs> so, yeah, definitely. Um, That's very interesting. And I didn't, I didn't want to interrupt you. I want to ask you one question though, quick. And we're going to obviously develop this as we go on, especially yeah. with what you're in and now as a personal trainer. And this is so very important, I think, for so many people. What do you see if you could put a sentence together about it or a few words? What is it through clients you see that you've now people that you've really taken on that you know that they are worth your time, obviously, and you're being compensated for it? Is there something that you could say, what do you see 
through the successful ones? Is it a drive? Is it their attitude? What have you noticed in all the years you've done this now, uh, Brad? Well, I, I think you put it there. It's, it's drive and attitude. It's it's somebody that really wants to focus on the foundations of what they're doing. Yep. And doesn't and and they don't want to just jump straight to the flashy stuff, especially these days with social media so prevalent. Oh, yeah. And and everybody's posting the the hottest thing that they've done, um, especially in Mason clubs. It's uh, there's yeah. all kinds of stuff out there right now. Uh, but somebody that that is interested in building those foundations and 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 increasing them because everything else, all of that flashy stuff, you can't do that without without having the basics now. Well, let me okay, but yeah. I don't. I want you to finish up. I didn't mean to interrupt you here. I know you're building this federation. Is this one of the reasons you feel at the? Is this the right time for this? Because it's like everything, you know. We see with stone lifting the way it's gotten very popular, and a lot of the guys are very purist about it. I understand totally. And you know, some of these people that see it go over certain places. They're lifting these stones, or they can't lift them. They drop them and chip them, and they're going berserk. And I understand it because of the tradition. And this is what happens, you know, it's like a double-edged sword. You know, like I say with Eminem, I use that word I hate called mainstream. But as you know and as I know, my mission is to get everybody involved here, all right? And there's a lot of broken-down people on the side of the road. They could be any age. We know with diabetes now and so many things that are such more prevalent today than I've ever seen. And it, and everybody say, well, it's the media. It is to a point, but there's an awful lot of people that are in dire need of physical culture. And I don't mean just, okay, let's go and swing a kettlebell or we'll grab a small barbell and do a thousand curls. No, you said it in the beginning, just recently, a few minutes back. You're going to have to go through the whole thing. You know, they use that word journey. That's a little bit overused. But you're going to have to go through stages. And the ones that are successful can stay the course. And that's what I'm saying when I'm talking about that. And this is, I'm going to wind it right back around. And then I want to go back and finish the wrestling with you, too, because mm-hmm. I interrupted you there. But here's what I'm saying. With this federation, you're in the process of developing. Do you feel right now the need is for that because it's splintering now. You're seeing, all right, I can I can grab a mace and I can do this and that, but maybe it's not executed properly. And you know how things are. People want to always jump on the bandwagon that's popular, quote unquote. Is this the time you feel you have to do this because of some of the things you're seeing outside of where you are? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So there's yeah. there's a lot of reasons driving this from my perspective. Just uh, if from the start of my you know the introduction into Mason, Mason club fitness, you know, about three years ago. But, you know, like you said, there's, it's everything splinters, it seems. And, and, yeah. and, and right now there's, there's a lot of different groups doing a lot of different things with Mace. None of them are bad. None mm-hmm. of them are wrong, but you, you get these clicks and these people that want to, you know, uh, we're better than you. This is the best mechanism or the best modality for this tool. And, and really they, you know, all of these different modalities from, uh, uh, different groups like Viking Ninja, yeah. uh, um, uh, with Leo Savage, Steel Mace Flow, um, and and Vintage Strength. These traditional uh, these traditional movements that are derived from uh, the the Hindu Gata. Um, all of these things can work together 
um, from a, a fitness perspective, from a, a functionality perspective, and neither none of them really should be in, implemented by themselves. Right, right. From a uh, competitor standpoint, uh, looking at Mason Club uh, competitions uh, three years ago, um, it's it's very very new. Uh, Mace competitions in the in the United States were tied to kettlebell comp- competitions. Right, right. You know, they, there were three dozen kettlebell athletes and and maybe half a dozen mace athletes. So we'd get a little bit of time out there, um, but there was nothing really organizing it. There was never any really follow up. You couldn't find statistics. You couldn't find examples of what you needed to do in order to get into this sport. Um, so over the last three years now, mm-hmm. two and a half years now, um, I've, I've competed in these other organizations. Um, I've built up, uh, some really good relationships, like you said, with folks that, that we, we, we work in the, uh, we, in the same circles with. Sure. Um, and we are all on the same page now that this, uh, this comp- competitive series, this, uh, can stand on its own. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've, we've, we've had our inaugural show this year and we've got a series of events that are, are being driven, uh, for 2020 and beyond. Mm-hmm. So that's, you know, beyond myself, like you said, you know, wanting to have something that sticks around, that stays, um, yes. you know, what is my legacy going to be? I'm, yeah. I, I, you know, uh, without tuning my own horn, I'm, I'm fairly good yeah. uh, at mace, mace competitions. I've set a, a, a number of records. Um, but there's a lot of young folks out there that are starting to really drive it yeah. and giving them, uh, giving them some guidance, yeah. uh, a framework to work within, uh, to compete amongst others, not only locally here at live events, virtually around the world, folks want to compete with each other. They want to see where they stand in the rankings. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where I wholeheartedly believe, you know, my, uh, my uh, uh, contribution to this fitness culture is going to stand is in driving this new guiding federation uh, to, to help build uh, competitions. And it, just like myself, get it, giving these athletes information, giving them somewhere to uh, drive their own interest from. Well, and you know what the thing is, you are giving a, a vehicle now, you know, you know, we know there's so many things that are everyone's going every which way, but nothing's united. This way, they do now have a vehicle to come in and look at what you're doing, what you are putting out there, and then they get the uh, then they have the uh, uh, the decision making to decide if they want to go the way you're projecting the future of your organization. I think that's a great thing because. I don't care how good you are. There's always going to be people better out there. And my whole thing is always surround yourself with better people. That's the only way you're going to teach and learn. And the the thing is, I feel that right now, whether it's mace work, whether it's any type of weightlifting, and I'm talking about the stuff we do that is kind of out of the circle, but I can tell you this, Brad, the stuff that we do, yeah, they'll say it's extremely dangerous, but 
there's no guarantees anywhere. You know, we all have things. You talked about surgeries. You know, I tore my bicep in Iceland competing in 2008. Yep. Um, you know, I've had I've had some things, obviously. Um, you know, you're playing with big toys. That's the thing. And if you're going to play with big stuff, you got to expect there can be things that happen. But things, to me, it minimizes a lot of that when you're around people like yourself, myself, that have been through a lot of things, are still eager to learn, eager to teach, build things, build processes where you have other people, you're, you know, as we call with M&M, it's like a big octopus now with tentacles into everything. And that is the way to do things because, you know, now people are going to discover you through this show and they're going to come to you, hopefully. All right. And I'm sure they will. They always do. And this is just we keep building these layers of people, good people, because I won't have it any other way. That's the only way I operate. If things don't smell right or, you know, you're not getting back or whatever, you know, we go and we go do something else. It used to be maybe a few more chances. I don't have the time anymore for that. And if people really want to be involved, they're going to jump right on it. And I understand people have things in their life and all that. I do myself. But as I've always said with anything, it takes nothing to send a quick note or if you're local or whatever, or pick the phone, you know, pick your cell phone up. Hey, I can't make it today. Or, hey, I'm on for tomorrow. That's just respect. That's mutual respect for one another and what you do. And that's why. I think this is all part of like what you're building, what I'm building here. You, you know, we talk about the like-minded people, the people that come in here that want to do the things you're doing, that are behind you, you're behind them, and you keep taking what you're doing and building upon it because if you're doing that, you're going to keep having success in your life. And that's what you want. You want people that are hungry, that don't want to lay down for anything that, you know, as you say, and I said, you know, can you see a little bit of the future? Well, yeah, you can. Are you visualizing what you want in the future? Yeah. Could it change? Yeah, it could change tomorrow. But the idea is to keep planting that seed in your mind. You can comment on any of that. If not, let's let's go, let's circle the wagon, and I want to hear the rest of your wrestling career, my friend. Yeah, so, you know, just you know, kind of bringing that full circle, the, the, the competitive athletes, you know, providing an outlet for them, providing a target, a goal. You know, yep. for myself, I found that um, it was it was distracting in the absence of it within this sport of yeah. uh, competitive uh, Mason Club athletics. Um, so that's you know the focus that I'm moving forwards to. But what that also provides here is not just for those competitive athletes, mm-hmm. but that's that's you know your first question: Who did you look up to? Right. Now we've got people that don't know anything about it, um, may have their own physical challenges, uh, challenges of any nature, mm-hmm. but here's something that they can look at that they can look up to now, that they can start to emulate and reach out and learn and build yep. those foundations and help themselves with it. So, yeah, it it, it, it all comes full circle. And, so, and you, No, and, and just quickly, I'm going to say this. And you know what it it is, too? It's very satisfying at the end of the day, and you get a note and said, hey, I just heard such and such on the show, and you were talking about this. And you know what? I never even thought of this, but now I'm going to go out and put it together and see what happens. See, that to me is what it's all about. You know, I don't need somebody to come up and pat me on the back. That's not my point here. But it's nice to know 
that something you said clicked in somebody's head and said, you know what? I'm not hopeless after all. I can go out and do it. It might take me a long time. I might have to get somebody in here to teach me whatever. But the thing is, I always try to tell people is this. Put one foot in front of the other. Even if you're going out and doing five push-ups or pull-ups or whatever you're doing, nothing is ever lost there. Because if you've gotten off the couch, you've already started to make a decision. And decisions are so vital with anything you want to do. Nobody got to where you and I are right now without working and taking a lot of hits along the way, the whole thing. But the thing is with a winner, in my opinion, is you'll take it and you give it. You take it and you give it. And after a while, you're going to build such momentum it's going to be yours. So just think about that, everyone. But yeah, let's talk. Let's talk about. Let's let's hit the uh, wrestling. I'm anxious to hear how that all ended up for you. Yeah. So and and you know the, you know you you take the hits and you keep moving. That's that's exactly what what I had to do yep. um, all throughout my career. And sometimes you take the hit, you make a left turn, and you go with it. Yes, um, and that's 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 kind of what happened with the the, the whole. My, my experience with wrestling um, started, I got started late, um, you know, as, as, as a kid through the 80s, I can remember the very first WrestleMania and trying to watch as much as I could Saturday nights, you know, before any of these uh, cable programs. Sure. Um, as, as a young man having, uh, you know, in my 20s, um, as a personal trainer, building my own strength and physique at, at some point I finally said, you know what? I I am fairly certain I could do this better than what I'm seeing on TV. Mm -hmm. Now a little bit older, I I say young man, I got started when I was 28, 29, uh, reached out to the APW bootcamp out in California and got my start in a class with kids that are 18, 19 years (laughs) old. Yep. But I, I, I tell you what, at, at, you know, at that time, at 28, 29 years old, I was still crushing them. You yeah, know, the yeah. the the longevity that I could show in the ring, uh, the the cardio, the strength, uh, the the coordination, the mind muscle connection that is required to do that sport. Yep. Uh, to, to work within that squared circle um, is incredible, and kids are just developing. You know, 18, 19, you don't have that yet. Right. But that's a great time to get started at it. Um, I was able to come in and really hit the ground running as 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 quickly as I could at, at 29 because I knew myself and I knew how my body was going to react to things. And I could very quickly take what I see and transfer it into uh, how my body moved. Mm-hmm. Uh, so but at 28, 29, I was under no um, illusions that I was going to ever become superstar WWE <laughs> TV, TV yep. wrestler. Yep. Um, so, you know, I, I kind of went through that the same way I'm doing things now with the uh, Mason Club. You know, I was very competitive. I, I came back out to uh, Virginia in the mid-Atlantic area working with these regional federations out here. Very success, successful at that level. I even in uh, Pro Wrestling Illustrated a couple of times. Nice. Yeah. Um, I had my time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and was able to work shows with some of those people that I watched on TV in the 80s and 90s. It's amazing. Uh, some of the ones that, yeah, some of the ones that stand out are like 
Nikolai Volkov, who sure. uh, was, was uh, ended up here in, ba- in the Baltimore region. Yep. Um, there, he's a genuinely nice guy um, with interesting, interesting stories that that, that helped my career uh, within professional wrestling. Um, worked with folks like uh, Head Shrinker Samu. <laughs> yep. Um, and then uh, Afa, the Wild Samoan, his group, uh, WXW, up in Pennsylvania, got to work with them a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's, it's you know, sometimes you do want to meet your heroes. Sometimes you don't want to meet your heroes. Yep. Um, I've been lucky enough to, to have met a good number of my heroes and those folks that I, that I tried to emulate earlier on. Uh, and for the most part, they've all been really good people, providing really good feedback for things. Yeah. Um, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. You can finish your thought. Go ahead. <laughs> um, so part of what I did within wrestling was was what I'm doing with Mace now. Started off as an athlete, started off competing, uh, competing in sports, <laughs> sports entertainment, um, uh, but then worked with uh, organizations here in uh, Northern Virginia to help start training younger athletes as well, mm-hmm. younger mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, And seeing them yeah. uh, grow is is tremendously satisfying. Well, with with the federation, um, and I don't remember if we said it, what is the name of the federation you are uh, creating at the moment? So right now I am working on uh, the AMCCA, the American Mason Club. Okay. Uh, competitive athletics. Okay, now uh, obviously you talked about training uh, and, and such as that. Is this going to be? I, I, I mean, I'm going to call it an academy or, or or something to that. Are there going to be? The, is this facility not only going to put the mace out there, but are you going to have a facility if you don't have one already that you're going to bring in? Well, obviously. You said before you're seeing a lot younger crowd coming in, which is great because, as we say with everything here, with stones and everything, you know, you want to get the younger kids involved because, you know, they are the future. Uh, you know, that's the way it is. So is that what you're creating? Is this going to be an organization where you're going to have people, especially the younger ones, come in, you're going to train them, et cetera, et cetera? Is that, is that your focal point or am I off base or where, where are you going now totally with this, if you know? That is certainly a direction it can go okay. right now where we're kind of in the nascent stages of it. Um, and it's kind of going in parallel with building these vintage strength games yep. uh, as standalone events. Yep. Um, but the AMCCA really needs to be able to stand uh, a little bit above those events gotcha. and, and, and be a more of a, a, a guiding force, uh, a sanctioning body, yep. uh, help, help define the rules define the guidelines that uh, that the athletes need to work within, mm-hmm. um, and spread this across the country. No one group is going to be able to run events uh, no. right now. Right now, across the country, it's very, very much regionalized. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I'd like to build and find these other partner organizations that we can sanction and that they can run their own series of events. Yep. all of them tying in through this parent organization to provide a framework of rankings and statistics mm-hmm. that athletes from all over the U S all over the world can contribute to. Hey, maybe you'll be the next big uh, organization on ESPN for all you know, huh? Hey, everybody's it, every organization starts somewhere. Well, that's the thing. Um, 
Mace has been around for a long, long time, but it's like a lot of these things, um, most people have never even heard of it. And this is very interesting because, you know, I'm not going to say yay or nay on CrossFit, but, you know, uh, what, 20 years ago, you never heard of them either. Now, I think that they are kind of, um, from what I see, they're more winding down a little bit now. And I think what really hurt them, too, in a lot of ways was, I don't know if you remember this, it had to be at least 10 years ago, they kicked World's Strongest Man off because they said every athlete was on steroids, all right? They didn't want any of that on ESPN. I kind of, like, just chuckled because, I mean, you know, the NFL, uh, what do you think? I mean, they all look the same body type, unless you're a 350-pound lineman. And then, you know, it was maybe five years later, they were all busted in CrossFit for taking steroids, okay? And it's like, look... Um, I, I, I don't, you know, if that's what you need to do, do it. You know, I'm not going to give you a yay or nay. I know people that are very dead against that stuff. You know, it gives everybody, uh, uh, an edge. Uh, that's neither here nor there for me. All right. You make the decision. You decide what you want to do. Your federation, my federation can decide, are we going to test, et cetera, et cetera. But here's my point with what you're doing is this. You need someone like you or a group of you to, like you said, sanction, unite, because you're only going to be as strong as what you build. You know, we talked about splintering off. That kills everything. It, kill, yeah. it kills the sport totally. But I think what you've got right now is an opportunity to bring something that's been around forever. If you go back and study, Mace, even to the great, yep. you know, look, this could be something that could literally explode. Because, let's face it, you know, most people aren't going to want to get under a bar and squat it. You know that. You did it. You still probably do it. Okay? You don't... That's not as appealing or pulling a, a, a deadlift off the floor because I know when people come here, geez, isn't that going to be hard on me? And, you know, what do you hear all the time? I'm going to hurt my back. Well, yeah, if you think that, you are going to hurt your back. But my point is you've got something that is very constructive, that works, and I think it could be very attractive to a lot of people in all ages because it's something, obviously, we know – the size of it, you can gear it to that person. So, yes, I think that you you have come in at the right time, and I hope it takes off for you big time. It would be great to see something else that's got some history to it. It's not something that's going to be a fad for a few years, and you disappear. You know, that's, that's the way we are with everything here. When I say 30 years, I'm not kidding you when I say that. You know, I always say an act of God will be the only thing that kills me. That's about it. Um, that is very important because people are going to be much more receptive and they're going to probably, in my opinion, most of the time, are going to make a decision to say, and we don't use that word try here. That's a dirty word to me. We don't try, we succeed is one of our logos here. But they're going to come in and work with someone like yourself or some people on your staff, possibly down the road. And they're going to start getting it. See, that's the thing. It's the education with everything. People are too quick. You go out on Facebook, what are they doing? Well, I don't even know what the hell this guy or girl is doing. How are they doing it? And you and I both know, if you haven't done physical stuff like that, great way to get injured. That's what was happening with so much of that CrossFit stuff. You know, I always said to my brother, he was doing, he's out in Washington State. 
So you better be careful of that stuff, man. I mean, some of the things you're doing, even though you've been weightlifting forever, I said, you know, that's basically an 18 to 30-year-old because most of them, if they're not getting hurt then, they're blowing something out, man. I mean, you can't – and I, I look at a lot of it too. A lot of this stuff, if you want to still use that word, is overtraining. You can't keep putting yourself into that all the time. So I, 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 like, what, I like what you're doing. Obviously, I like what we do here because it's thought out. You don't know what's always going to come around the bend. None of us do. That's the that's the beauty of all this stuff. But in the interim, you have an opportunity now to build and build people. You know, you talked about Paul Firepower Gray and Powell and Rick Brown. Yeah. You know, they've all been on here. Uh, Paul's on here every month with me. Paul is one of the most fantastic people I've ever met. And I've never met him face to face, and I can't wait till I do. Our shows just jam every one of them because this is what I see with Paul, and I have a ton of guests on here, Brad. Paul's got a very genuine quality called honesty, and he can be blunt about things. And I know people are probably like, "Wow, what the hell is he saying?" This it's the way to be. People need to hear the truth. And I know the truth hurts, as they always say, but you know something? I'd much rather have you say, well, I don't think I'm a fit for Eric than me lead you on, take your money, and the next thing you know, you're out in the street. All right? I'm a big believer in that because as a kid, you know, you go to gyms and, you know, what's what do you want to do? You want to get big. You're, you're, you know, you're drinking weight gain and you're eating till you can't eat anymore and you're lifting weights and maybe you're not sleeping or whatever. And then you go somewhere. I remember the first time I ever did, I never went back. I went on a Nautilus circuit. Why I ever did that, that was from looking in magazines because I had always used, I just had a set of sand weights. That's what I started with. So I go to this place, okay, and this guy, and I know, and now that I think back, it was like they knew what they were doing to me. He put me through this circuit with almost every machine where it was like three sets of 20. Now, I was probably 12 years old, and, you mm-hmm. know, 12-year-old body can take, but not that. I'll never forget, and the guy was like laughing at me. I maybe got through six of them, and I had to go to the bathroom. I was puking my guts out, right? What's the matter? You can't take it and all that. I mean, because I, I, I walked. I only lived probably quarter of a mile from this place. I was literally staggering home like I was drunk, all right? I got home, and I and my father was like, what the hell's going on? Because I told him, and my father was going to go over there. I said, don't, like that. I never went back to that again. I've never touched it. Because, and this happens so frequently in what we like to do is this. They think more is better. Okay, well, they're young. We'll just hammer them right in the ground. Look at gymnasts, the young girls. How many of them are forced into it because their parents wanted to probably do it at one time? They push these kids. They get damaged and injured. They never come back. And we talked about this early on. It's the psyche that gets wrecked. And once that happens to you, it is very, very hard to recover. I had one of my best friends who was... I think he was about 173 pounds. You should have seen this guy, an Olympic lifter. He was incredible. He hurt his lower back, came back, hurt it again. And at that point, I knew that something was going on with him. 
it seemed like he'd get so close again, and he'd go down with the back, the back. Then they were injecting him with stuff and doing this and that and the other thing. To this day, really doesn't do much anymore. But here's the, here's the sad thing about it, the whole deal. He never recovered mentally. I know he didn't. Never. Yeah. And I'm sure you see this in a lot with what you do. And we were talking about this, but, you know, how important – and I know people have heard this before, but I will say this to the day we go off the air. How important is it for you to build that mental tenacity? And it's not going to happen all night, but learn to stay with things. Learn to ask questions. Learn to research. How important, especially with what you do, you've done so many things. How important was it for you, even when you felt like you're on your knees, broken, to stay with it mentally. Just comment on that as long as you want. It's very important, I think. Yeah, yeah, you threw a lot at me there. Um, but that, you know, like you said, that's the the tenacity that somebody has to get up when they've been knocked down is is one of the most important things. How you know, we all get knocked down. We all get to a point where, you know, we, we start to think, is it even worth it? But it's how you pick yourself up after that yeah. and how you build and well, learn and build from from that situation. Um, it it's you know it, it, I don't want to say it's a generational thing, but it, it almost seems you know maybe it's technology, maybe it's it's social media, maybe it's television. I I don't know what it is, but you know these days it's people just want to jump into the most complicated, the hardest stuff, the the heaviest weights, and they don't want to spend the time building those foundations. Uh, but when you do, you're going to get knocked down far less than than you would have. When you do get knocked down, you're going to be able to recover from it and you're going to be stronger for it. Well, I think, too, you know, you, you made the comments about the media and all that. Here, Here's the thing I see. We know that we live in a world that we want it instantly. And, you know, with what you do, what I do, you've done stuff that I do. I, you know, all that great stuff. Yeah. It doesn't come easy, and it's not you, – you made the perfect comment. You know, we need to build a foundation. You know, we talk with weightlifting, a squat, some form of the press, uh, some mm-hmm. type of pull. Um, if you think you're going to jump right into a 500-pound squat, 500-pound deadlift, and a 350-pound press, I hate to break it to you. You're sadly mistaken. I don't care how many glossy pictures of girls with creatine and all the phony testosterone stuff and all that. We've gotten into this so much with Dr. William Wong and so so many others. I mean, genius people, all right? And we talk about, okay, here's what he would subscribe, you know, tell you what to do. And he's totally honest. I've known Dr. Wong for 22 years now, long before we came on here. Same with Stephen Santangelo, who's on here. People that understand what it takes. And, you know, we don't just say to you, well, you, you know, this is the way it is and that's it. I've never walked away from a show, no matter what we've talked about, where we didn't offer you alternatives. Because how many times I can tell you, listening to things, it's like, okay, what do I do now? I, I don't know. What You're telling me not to do this, or you're telling me this is good, or this isn't any good, but you're not offering anything else. And I never will walk away from the mic without saying, you know, when Dr. Wong and I talk about, you know, about how males are so down testosterone wise you know and 
what he has and what works. And then we get into, okay, what are the movements that are going to promote things like that, especially if you're a young man? And these are the things that are so vitally important for anything you want to do, whether you're going to swing a mace, whether you're going to lift a 300-pound stone, you know, farmer's walks down, you know, 100 feet, whatever. But once you build this in your mind, you know, I'm a big guy that loves to write things down over and over. You know, repetition is king. Well, that takes time. I don't want to take the time. It's the same. I, I, you know, my nephews play baseball or I go and watch flag football. And I'm standing there. And my brother-in-law is uh, a varsity. He's the head coach for a big suburban school here for football. I can't go to the games anymore because the parents are worse than the kids on the field. I'm sitting there and I'm like, holy God, I want to throw them right off the bleacher. You know, it's like, what the hell is the matter with you? I mean, this is not, maybe one of them are going to, maybe one or two, if there's even a chance, Division One or Division Two or Three, which is fine. All right. But we're not talking NFL here. All right. And everybody's like, you know, I know my brother-in-law, you know, their kid, they don't like what's going on. Call an AD. And, you know, the AD's talking to him all the time. It's like, I hate to break it to you. Your kid is not going to the NFL. All right. Your kid's not going to Division One anywhere. Good player. And that's it. But that's the thing. The parents want it as quickly as the kids do, if not more. And this is where things just explode. And this is why, you know, I don't watch a lot of television. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I really don't care for organized. I, I haven't probably watched an NFL game in eight years. Um, it, it, the commercials and all the other bullshit with it, you know, it's like I want to see you play the game. Go out and be good sportsmen. But, you know, you shake hands, and after that, you know, you're going to go after each other all the way. It's a different way. This is why I love Strongman so much, and I'm sure I'm going to ask you, Mace, too. But mm-hmm. what I like about it, you know, it's still, well, it's still not really mainstream to the point. And I don't think it will ever get to that point, but it is growing like crazy. You know, like Stevie Shanks just ran the gathering for the Denny Stones in Scotland. Yeah. And, okay, biggest turnout ever. Uh, they had, uh, the Denny movements they added this year, Stevie and his dad were on last week. They're adding a fifth movement and, you know, Charlie, uh, Oliphant, who's a great friend of the show with the Yard Blair stones. This is what I was talking about when we were talking about your federation building it. Any yeah. person can lift those stones. All right. And if they're little kids, which I think is grand, this is the best thing to me. I mean, you got a 40 pound stone to a 335, all Atlas stones. You know, they put an X on the big barrel and the kid touches it with the stone. Now, anybody that's watched these kids, they've got a grin from ear to ear. Now, does that mean they're going to become a pro stone lifter? It could, it could not. But what I'm saying with what you do, what we do, and what everybody else is doing, it builds that confidence. It says, hey, I did something. I did something. And those things I still think are sadly missed right now because of the culture is this. Well, if I don't have it now, the hell with it. I'm not going to do it. And, you know, you'll hear people say, oh, you suck or whatever. Well, you don't know what you're talking about. You know, how many people do we know in the weight loss industry, and I hate that whole thing, mm. they come back and they put, what, another 50 pounds on. Here's the deal. You can do that forever, 
and keep losing and gaining. But until you get rid of that mental block in your head, we talk about rewiring, refiring subconsciously, it's going to keep coming back. So that whole mental end's got to be done. But see, this stuff is not easy for people to do. And most of them will say to me, I've had people we talked about, okay, well, what do you think? Well, what do we need to worry about that for? Well, what do you mean, what do we need to worry about that for? Your thoughts, as the great Napoleon Hill said, what you think about most is coming your way whether you want it or not. Go ahead, I've been going on forever. But it, it it's just sometimes the basic things are, well, most of the time I think they're just kind of pushed to the side. You know, yeah. let's get you in, get you out, let's get some money, and whatever happens after that. But go ahead, take your time, comment on anything, Brett. Yeah, a, a lot there, and and with this new federation, with these these this guiding, sanctioning body, what we're looking at is building that community, building yeah. building the sport. Right now, it's it is not a money making organization. It's not a money making effort for any of us. And and there's you know a, a good handful of us that are all at the same time and place driving this right now. Yeah, uh, you know Frank DeMeo down awesome. Mace, Valerie Pulaski with yep. Vintage Strength, uh, Don. Yep. Gifford, you know, ADEX clubs. The, these are the guys, this, this is the group that is helping to build this, this groundswell. Yep. Um, but it, it starts with those foundations. It starts with generating interest. And, you know, if you, if you can get the kids interested, you know, we, we talk about steel maces and to, to put it in perspective, you know, we, you mentioned weights, you know, 500 pound squats, deadlifts, right. Right. you know, people, some of these uh, top guys, uh, I mean, even 200 pound squats, that's, that's, you know, you put that on your back and, yeah. and you are crushing your vertebrae uh, if you don't do this correctly. Um, so we get these, you know, we get kids interested early. You, um, but uh, finishing that thought to, to put the, the, the weights in perspective, when we start talking Mason club weights, yep. Um, you know, we're looking at 10 pounds, yeah, 30 pounds. You know, when we, when you start, you know, the heavy weights are 35, 50 pounds, 60 pounds. You know, you, you most people are going to look at that like the first time they, they saw a kettlebell and think that they're just going to press it over their head like anything else, just like a dumbbell. And then and then they figure and they try to do that and they 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 fail miserably that first time because they don't let momentum do some of the work for them. So they've got to learn this new modality. But we've got so our competitors right now, uh, the 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 men are on average twenty five to thirty pounds on the end of a one point two meter stick. Yep. Right. You, yep. You, and you've got this momentum of this this uh, device uh, coming down around your back, back in front of you, around your back, over and over again, repetition after after repetition. Uh, the women are using 15 and 20 pounds now um this this sport uh, has you know there's there's equal opportunity uh for for everybody on this and talking about the kids there are groups now that are are focusing on not steel maces but wooden maces sure let's get kids involved learning how to to use utilize their body in in the correct planes of motion for this you know you, you you're not just pushing and pressing you're rotating uh you're counter rotating um uh you're 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 going through sagittal planes through transverse planes um all in the ways that you to to, to work start light you, you, you know you, you just like with everything else but you you start with you know if you're an adult let's let's start you with a 10 pound mace yep you know it 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 
it doesn't sound like much until you're swinging it, until you're holding on to that mace at the very, very far end of it. And that 10 pounds is now pulling on you. Right. Um, and, and instead of just now a shoulder exercise, that offset weight is now forcing a core exercise, mm. a, a, you know, an exercise of your spinal erectors. Everything is being worked at this point. Um, but we build that up. And uh, to quote, you mentioned Rick Brown. Sure. Uh, to quote him, it's, you know, you you want to sneak up on the heavyweights. Yep. You, you can't you can't let your ego drive that or your instant gratification, your need for instant gratification. You've got to build up uh, it. The muscles will will build faster than your tendons, faster than your cartilage. You've got to build all of that up equally because, uh, you know, as as you've experienced that that the muscles tear sure uh, absolutely right, and and that's that's tough to to get back up from um and but when you do um if you've built everything up up correctly you you come back just as strong as you were and you just got to pick yourself up the the maces are great they're you know is it the end all you know is it everything for everybody no but can it provide something to everybody can it act as an accessory for uh, power lifters sure. for strong men for uh for for ice skaters for tennis players um every one of these groups has some form of rotational motion through their shoulders uh baseball players pitchers some of the club motions are exactly the same yeah uh, so so you're building those planes of motion strength in those planes of motion um it's 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 really a a unique tool and being self-diagnosing and, and self-correcting when you're being uh, instructed by a competent trainer or a competent coach. Yep. Um, you can find those imbalances uh, in your body, in your strengths, left to right, front to back, uh, you know, top to bottom. And with this offset tool now, you're going to very quickly very slowly, but you'll see results quickly, um, uh, evening out the yeah. imbalance. And it's, and it's awesome to see. Do you fi- Now, I've got a couple questions because I know we're getting near time, but here's what I want to ask you. At this yeah. point in your physical culture career, we'll call it, because that's how I call everything, is this. Mm-hmm. Do you feel that this was... Uh, however you found this, or I always say it finds you, do you feel right now this is where you belong? Obviously, you're building the federation, but what do you want to do? I mean, is it at this point you want to go out and just teach the world, bring this federation to the world? Uh, Obviously, the vintage games and all that. I mean, is there going to be more competition for you down the road to maybe – you know, get people to notice you even more because you are the architect. So if the architect's doing it and being successful, I want to get on board with him. So what do you see with this whole big umbrella you're under right now for Brad Hutchin? Um, I, I want to motivate the world, really. There you um, go, man. It, it, yep. is, it is definitely the right time and right place for this. Yep. You know, it's, it is a sport, as you mentioned, that is thousands of years old. Yep. You know, it, it's, it is, you know, old Hindu wrestlers uh, and warriors were using this 3,000 years yeah, ago. Yeah, the great gamma. I got them right on my mirror yeah. behind me. There you go. Yeah. 
Um, But, you know, everything old is new again, new interpretations of those movements, new interpretations of using those tools, Um, not just these traditional movements uh, and and traditional uh, athletics, competitive athletics. But but now you've got these organizations that are taking uh, flow um, that, you know, I, I compare the vintage vintage strength games to. Uh, your powerlifting, where a steel mace flow is is more like uh, competitive ice skating or mm-hmm. bodybuilding. Mm-hmm. Um, there is still a strength aspect to it, but there is definitely an aesthetic as, as, a, a aesthetic yep. aspect to it as well. Yep. Um, it's the right time. You know, I, yeah. we I'm going in one direction. This group is going in one direction. If I can personally be a motivating factor for some individuals right now. Mm-hmm. That's great. Mm-hmm. I want this. I want this new organization. I want the uh, the American Mason Club Competitive Athletics to uh, build beyond me, to survive me, mm-hmm. uh, and and you know, for all intents and purposes, for all indicators right now. Um, this is the time to start it because that's going to happen. No, I think that's a great thing. And when you say you want to go out and educate the whole world, I mean, that that's big. That's how we talk here. That's what we do. Um, you know, as Walt Disney always said, think big and then bigger. You know, keep dreaming, keep dreaming, keep dreaming. Leave a legacy. Leave something that someone else really wants to take and even develop it more. That's what it's about. You have the right people in place. You can do yep. some magnificent things. The problem is sometimes it falls short or it falls in the wrong hands, and that's a big thing. But in the meantime, what you're doing is very commendable, and I'm glad to see that someone realized that, hey, we've got some good people out there. Let's get them in with us. Let's get some ideas on paper, and let's go out and execute. Is it going to work all the time? Maybe not. But as I always say here with both of these businesses is you got to be willing to zig and zag. If you can't do that, you know, as they say, you're stuck in quicksand, and that that's not a good thing. And I think that obviously you knew it was time, same way with me. There's just things that end up clicking off in you or somebody says, and it's like, you know what? It's time to do that. You know what? It's time to succeed with it. And you know what? We talked about getting beat up in the hits and on the knees. That's all part of it. And, you know, I know that people love success, but they don't understand what happens in between. You know, you hit Z in the alphabet. Wow, how'd you do it? Well, this is what I did. Well, really, I, I never knew it. Well, yeah, I mean, nothing is going to just fall in your lap. We know that's what we talked about prior. You know, now, 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 me, 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 me. It's like you don't build an enterprise with me, 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 and now, 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 now. Um, what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to learn. I'll tell you one thing. College is great. College grad myself, obviously, but I'll tell you what. There's an awful lot of things that I've learned that they probably should have taught in school, and I mean when you're a little kid too. Um, and you know when you read about uh, when you read the book like Rich Dad Poor Dad with Kiyosaki, and you you know he talks about his rich dad who didn't even have an eighth grade education, and his poor dad who was an accomplished professor with every degree you can think of, but he had no idea what money meant and how to establish his money, and how to live correctly. And, you know, one man died 
leaving tens of millions of dollars, while the other one left everybody in the hole where they had to pay off his debts. Um, I think these things are all very, very important. I think that federations, your life, how you conduct your life, how you use your money, we talked about that in the beginning. This is great for M&M, but to go where I want to go, I need to have money. I need to be able to keep increasing what I believe in and our value in the market. A lot of people think that's that's you know dirty word, man. It's like no, I've talked to many people that have great ideas, but how are you going to get there? How are you going to get there unless you've got a rich mother and father or you got somebody that just takes you right in and helps you out with it? But other than that. You're going to have to figure out a way to make yourself that attractive that you can start bringing money in, that you can start investing. Because I'll tell you right now, we're building right now. I haven't announced it, but I'll just say a little bit. There's four of us right now. Well, possibly four. We're building a network right now um, that, well... It's gonna. It might be very mind blowing to a lot of people because right now M and M is being worked on big time. Um, our presence. We're doing a lot of what he calls low hanging fruit, which mm-hmm. is going to be very big because this shows all over the world. But there's some things we're going to tweak right away. Obviously, we're going to hit some stuff on the website, but that's not even really the first phase. And what we're doing with this is we are going to get more name recognition out there noticed more because my etched in stone pages are usually eight new people or more coming in every other day now same way with the show the show is over a thousand downloads per episode now now we're getting in a territory where this gentleman can start going after companies and say we want you to come in and advertise with us we want to do this we're building obviously all of the um training facility back up here again so there's other things we're doing i don't want to be out working for anyone i'm wasting my talent and that's the way it is um but the thing is when you own a business i have two you have to do whatever you have to do to survive or you don't survive and that's the thing i like telling people it's not always going to go the way you want it to go and you're going to have to be smart enough and dedicated enough to this stuff to say, okay, well, I got to go out and raise, you know, $300 a week right now. Or I, or I don't pay the bill at the end of the month, and then we no longer have a podcast show. So I that got a little bit off the tangent, but not really, because this all integrates with everything you and I are talking about, is when you're willing to go out on the limb with your federation, with the show, with whatever, because just about everybody on the show is an entrepreneur. So we all know well what it is to feel that hurt, man. I mean, where you're like, okay, am I going to be able to get up today? Well, damn well you are because I always say I use I am. I am opportunity. These are When you say things like this to yourself, when you keep visualizing to yourself, you go off and you go in a nice quiet corner, start doing some breathing, start thinking. Or you just shut yourself off totally. And this is hard to do because it takes a long time to establish this. But what I'm saying is there's plenty of opportunity out for everybody. Never think that you're finished. Never, ever think that. Brad told you. 
That was an idea he came up with. He's uniting now people. Eminem, uniting people. He's another part now of our wheel. All right? So everything that's happening here is going to affect everybody that is involved with my family here. That's what I've always wanted. I've wanted to build this culture that no matter whatever we're, we're all doing physical wise with physical culture we all have one common strand and that is to make everyone better brad summarize everything give out all your info again i will give mine and we will sign off for the day my friend cool cool so yeah i think you know just coming back to to everything you were just talking about know your value Mm -hmm. Uh, you've got to know it you've got to believe in it invest in yourself invest in 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 your opportunities Show your value, uh, not just to yourself, but to others mm-hmm. um, and get them to invest in you um, and then just build it, build it from there. But you got you got to start off with knowing your own value on that. Um, and that's that's what's going to drive everything. If you don't know your own value, how are you going to get ki- get back up when you get kicked down or when you fall down? You've got to know that your own value that you bring to things. Um, again, Maceworks, maceworks.com. It's Maceworks with an X because the mace works. Um, coming up soon. Um, again, we just had the vintage strength games here in Virginia, uh, just in August. There is going to be our follow on games, vintage strength games in Miami on February 8th. Uh, that's going to be down at Lion Strong Gym with Lionel Lamarck hosting us. Um, prior to that, uh, we've got a, uh, a brother organization. Uh, out in Austin, Texas, the Unconventional Training Center. They are hosting the Texas Mace Shootout on October 12th. Um, all, both of these events coming up are going to be are awesome opportunities, not only to compete, but to learn about mace and club training and how it can act as an accessory to what you're already doing or how what you're already doing can act as an accessory to it. Mm-hmm. Um, coming up in 2020 we've talked about it this this new guiding federation the amcca american mason club competitive athletics we're just getting started on it but we want to pull these organizations together these groups together that can uh drive sanctioned events all running with the same rules and regulations and the athletes can compete with each other locally virtually globally um, it's, 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 it's an endeavor, uh, but I think it's going to last. Uh, and, and I want to thank you for your time today and helping us to get out the word on it. No problem, brother. Anything else you want to give out? Uh, no, you know what? I'm, 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 I'm thrilled to, to be a new part of this family. I'm hoping, uh, I add some value here Definitely. and Definitely. I can, uh, continue, uh, to participate in the future. Absolutely. Um, this is Motivation Muscle Streaming Radio 24-7. Um, if there's a show you'd like Brad and I to do, Fiorello Barbell at NICAP.RR.com. Also, too, um, we're on iTunes and Stitcher. Give us a five-star review. That's what we've gotten. We are on Spotify. We are on Google Podcasts. And we're on an array of things. If you want to get us in your car 24-7, AHA directory, pronounced AHA. Um, if someone seeks you out in the gym or the concrete jungle, never be afraid to give five words to inspire. We know words have power. Five words can change your life or it'll get you thinking, that's for sure. As my mom would say when we were kids, never be afraid to say hello to someone or give them a smile for that day. You don't know what people are going through. And we know a lot of people are carrying around a lot of hurt. I don't know why. Well, I do know why in a lot of ways. But you know what? 
the main thing is if you can help them out, help them out. You don't know what, you know, people don't realize you could say something that could change your life or make you think, and that's very important. It's very, very important. If you're going to lift it, bend it, break it, twist it, press it, pull it, squat it. If you're going to lift stones, turn them into dust. That's for our pal Paul Thor from Wales. Also, too, Gary Taylor lives in Wales. Great, great lifter, Olympic lifter, world's strongest man. If you listen to this, I know Paul's tried to get a hold of you. Come on in. We want you to come on Eminem. I mean, I watched you in the 90s. Incredible, man. Especially when I think about when he did that Flintstone press. Just unbelievable. And that was the big stones they put on a bar. And he pulled it off. and pre- I mean, it was. I, I think I've put it up on Etched in Stone. Just an incredible lifter, man. Great Olympic lifter, too. Gary Taylor, come on in. Join the family. Also, too, the uh, Who's to Steal Stone Crusher says in Blood Red Domination. We are domination. We clear-cut the path. We don't follow anyone. Dominate, obliterate, and dent everything in your path. No one will ever clip our balls. And as Russell Fur says, who's been listening to Eminem from the beginning, when I hear your shows, I swear there's testosterone dripping through my speakers. It's a tidal wave. It gets higher and wider every day, brother, because... It's very, very important to be a male and a strong male. And this is where the the world gets a little bit lost in that. You can still be a man and be decent to people and treat them well, but you can still be strong as hell. That's the message that's lost, and that's the message we spread. You can be both, and that's the best way to be. Frank Klein, my greatest college business professor, Repetition, repetition, repetition. Quitters never win. Winners never quit. My dad, be a leader, not a follower. Be a leader, not a follower. John Ridge, my greatest chiropractor ever. We lost him the end of last month. He'd walk every patient to the door, open the door, and say, keep smiling. I talked about paradigm shifts. Have a bad day and say, keep smiling over and over. I promise you, you'll have a grin from ear to ear. Why? Because you're taking your mind off whatever just happened to you or something. Some people carry it around for a lifetime. That's what I'm talking about, all this rewiring. It's very serious stuff. You can be happy every day. Why not? So think about that. Also, too, be a steward of strength. Don't stand on the side of the road and watch the world go by. Tell a hundred more of your friends we're coming because we won't kick the door and we'll blow the roof right off your house. Join Etched in Stone. Join Etched in Stone for Kids. You got Fiorella Barbell Company, the best blog out there. You also got Motivation and Muscle. I don't care who's bigger. Not going to touch us, man. We're going to go right by. Why? Because I'm so damn hungry, man. It's not going to matter. I could have $10 million in my pocket right now or $0.10. I don't go soft, believe me. I love this. See, this is my life. It's different when it's your life. It is totally different. Also, too, before we sign off with Brad, you're all winners, you're all champions, and you're all unstoppable. And as I always say, you are all geniuses. And anyone that tells you different, walk away. Walk away if you're serious about this stuff. And I know you are if you're listening to us. Brad, 
Super Show, brother. Welcome to the family. It's an honor to have you on, sir. Um, continued success, and we'll have you back on. We'll monitor you and see what's going on. And uh, you're another spoke in the big wheel here, brother. Thank you for being part of us. Excellent. Thank you, sir. You got it. So this show will be up tomorrow at the latest. I'm going to try to work on it this afternoon. We got um, Carmen Caputo and Joe Caputo coming in, and I've got a, a ton of stuff to do. But you know what? Where there's a will, there's a way. And when you have a mind that thinks like that, it won't let you get soft in the head. So just keep listening to us. Keep playing these shows repeatedly. You'll get gold every time. So for Brad Hutchins, this is Eric Fiorello. You guys have a gr- – and girls, have a great week, and we will – Thanks so much for listening to Motivation and Muscle, the podcast that connected your brain to your brawn. We'll We'll see see you next time. time.